Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Okay, well, this is a very special episode of the podcast because we actually have one of the healthiest hot writers in the room. Hello. Um, Larissa, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, so why? I mean, you have been writing with HIH for a while. You've got your own thing happening now. So many changes in your life. Um, mm-hmm. Why is this something that you kind of wanted to do? Because we're like, we're podcasting together. This is so nice because usually I just see your face over social media <laughs> or your name on emails. And now here we are face to face, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a new year, a new decade. And one of the goals that I had set for myself this year was to be more involved in like public speaking and like speaking engagements, podcasts, all that sort of stuff. So I made it my mission to at least secure at least five this year. And already I'm securing this, which was huge for me. And just to be able to sort of tell my story and to get out there a little bit more to reach women like me who have kind of gone through the same journey. Um, and to give them the resources that they need to make 2020 their best year yet. I think there's... You should be so freaking proud of yourself because A, putting yourself out there is not an easy oh, thing. Oh, it's not easy. Like, it's <laughs> terrifying. You don't know if, like, what people are going to say. Are people even going to respond? And you are doing something that is very challenging. I think gives people a lot of, you know, anxious feelings, a lot of trepidation towards it. Yeah. And you're doing it and it's actually working. You're going to be able to share your story. Yeah. And I think because you know your why as to why you're trying to put yourself out there, I think that's driving you. Um, it definitely is. Yeah. Like that, I think, has been constant throughout it all is that no matter what, um, I've always been really centered around my why. So even if um, something makes me anxious or I'm, I'm trying to pitch myself or I'm trying to do something that takes me out of my comfort zone, I kind of like don't give myself any other option but to just persevere um, because I do know why I'm doing this and it's really important to me. And as we sort of talk about yeah. my journey and my story, you kind of will re- realize why. Um, and so, yeah, it's it comes from a really um, honest place. And I really hope that everybody kind of learns something from yeah. it and, and likes um, what I have to say because it it really does change the game in terms of health. I feel like I I have so much um, advice and and information to give that a lot of women um, tend to tend to be looking for around now. Yeah. So and I mean I was that woman back in, in like seven years ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing everything you've gone through mentally yeah. and physically over the past seven years. Yeah, because even though yes, that is a, a big chunk of your life. It's also not that long ago that you were living a different life. Totally. And to see the woman you are now and, you know, to know that you're on a mission to really be able to help other people feel the way that you currently feel about yourself mm-hmm. and on the mission that you're on. I think that's so, so rad. So thank you. What is your why today? And then take me back to your life before 
the change happened seven years ago? Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with my why then. My why today is to help women, um, typically busy women, ditch the fad diets and the health trends that are misleading because the industry is so saturated and to finally help them live and build the sustainable, healthy lifestyle on their own terms. So giving them the control back to eat the foods that they love again and to move in a way that serves them best so that they can live the healthy lifestyle and still have the dream body and and lifestyle that they love totally. So basically, you can have your cake and you can eat it. You can. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be able to prove that it's possible because, I mean, if I am a testament to that, it absolutely is. And I feel like we're kind of in a cycle. A lot of women today are in a cycle of not feeling blank enough. Yeah. And to be able to give them the opportunity to feel worthy and to feel like they can enjoy their food and enjoy fitness and enjoy health um, in a whole different way is um, an amazing opportunity for yeah. myself. To it's interesting that. that you talk about food and fitness because food, there's often a lot of guilt and shame around it. Like if so you struggle much. with body image or self-love, maybe you eat something and then you feel like crap afterwards, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't eat something because you, you don't, you know, you don't want to have to deal with those negative consequences, mm-hmm. but then you're hungry. And then with fitness, maybe you're working out because you constantly want to lose. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of hope that you can get to a place where you're going to fitness because you want to gain something. Like I've mentally done that shift where I'm like, yeah. I don't want to go to the gym to lose stuff. I want to go to the gym to gain stuff, gain Absolutely. self-worth, gain confidence, gain empowerment, gain a community gain strength and it's like it does take a lot of work to be able to get to that place so you definitely know your why yeah you can see it your eyes light up (laughs) but take me back now to the beginning okay so um I guess it can probably start with like how I was raised um I was raised in like an all-Italian family so I mean our major food groups was like pasta bread olive oil um cheese all of the things that like taste amazing but might not be necessarily the best thing for you all the time (laughs) moderation is is very important but there was no such thing as moderation in my family um especially because like in an Italian culture too you tend to um, kind of be complimentary to the chef by finishing your plate Mm. or asking for seconds if the meal was really good. So for me, being a child in an Italian family, my parents would always like be almost validated by me cleaning my plate or my grandparents too. Um, And so I kind of grew up in this childhood lifestyle where I had to always finish my plate and I had to, um, asking for a second was a compliment to my family and I wanted to be nice to my family. Of course, you want to be nice. Of course, I would ask for seconds and that kind of became a habit um, and it affected my relationship with food overall because food was seen as a method of pure like connection with my family which it still is and I've carried that throughout my life Mm. but it was also um, just a a form of like giving someone a compliment so you wanted to sort of make them feel good so you finished your meal and so over the years I ended up becoming overweight because I just I ate and that was a form of, of enjoyment and it was a family connection And so I, in high school and like in in elementary school, 
um, I start, started to realize that I looked different than everyone else and I was bullied because of it. And I mean, we're all bullied kind yeah. of thing. We all have that like coming of age story where we weren't um, necessarily treated as fairly as, as possible. But I mean, I was bullied. Yeah. Um, so it was like the name calling, the the verbal abuse, the, the physical abuse. Like I was poked and prodded at. Oh my gosh. I was, yeah, it was horrible. Um, and so, I mean, this isn't to make anyone feel bad, but I mean, it was. No, that's a, a shitty thing that happened to you yeah it was a really tough period of my life and so it kind of woke me up to this reality that I wasn't good enough in Mm. the circles of my my peer group and in like my school environment and over time I kind of isolated myself kind of went inward I didn't really um, allow myself to reach out and talk about it um, because I thought I kind of just took responsibility for it. And over time, I kind of became my own worst enemy as well because you, you hear it so often from other people that you just start thinking that it's real. Oh, you start believing the narrative that other people are saying about you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And so, yeah. And so when I was in like high school, I was saying the the things that my bullies were saying to myself yeah. in my mind. And even though I was old enough to like disassociate myself from my bullies and maybe I wasn't bullied to a certain extent as I embarked in my university years, yeah. I became my, my bully. And so it was kind of like I was my own worst enemy at yeah. this point. And I had like graduated from this like childhood life and in my adult years, I was that person telling myself I wasn't good enough and I was was not worthy. I was not beautiful enough. I wasn't blank enough. And there was a point where I was on a family vacation. Um, we went to Italy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the land of pasta with, and cheese. <laughs> with my family. And I was looking back on these uh, photos and I just wasn't happy. I saw myself in these photos and I just didn't like what I was seeing. And I knew that I had kind of lived in this space of not feeling worthy and kind of playing the victim and not actually taking into my own hands what I knew to be true was that I am the only one in control of my life. And so that was the catalyst for what was to come. So being in Italy, seeing an image. Yeah. That was what you needed to see at that moment to realize that like, I, I didn't want to be change. here anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that was what catalyzed this whole experience. And so I went home and I did a lot of research and that was actually the year before university. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of research into just like um, health programs and guides and fad diets and all of that sort of stuff. And I was super misguided, but I tried absolutely everything that I could in order to sort of change my body. And, and had you ever done... At that point, had you ever tried working out or dieting before? Was this really uh, your first foray into kind of that world? It was like, it was my first real foray, let's yeah. say. Because, yeah. I mean, I was um, in like high school and stuff because of all of the things going on. I would sort of think about it and maybe I would try like a really stupid diet. Yeah. But it would never be for like, it was very short lived. Okay. So before university, you were ready to really kickstart it off and commit to it. Yeah. I wanted to like just kind of burst into my adult years um, as my best self. And yeah. so I was very well intentioned, um, but super misled and <laughs> tried absolutely everything um to see I was throwing things at the wall to see what what sticked yeah and 
um, I sort of through trying things and failing and trying again, because again, we were talking about my why and like at that point I kind of had it. I knew that things needed to change. And so I was driven by that. Um, throughout that summer year, I ended up losing 30 pounds. Wow. I don't know how. <laughs> 30 pounds in one summer? 30 pounds in a summer. I shut myself completely out. Um, I said no to a lot of opportunities. Yeah. I had to make a lot of sacrifices. And I did it because I knew that I would, for once and for all, learn to take control of my health myself. Yeah. Um, and I knew that was that was important. Like my friends would wait. My family could wait. Everybody could. They'd still be there. Um, but I needed to do this for myself. And I felt like all those years ago, I was never really doing anything for myself. Yeah. It was always for other people. Um, and so this was kind of like an empowering twist in my narrative. It was your first time being selfish. A little bit, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with being selfish now yeah. and then, my friends. Okay, but did you lose that weight in a healthy way? I only no. ask because 30 pounds in a month is... No. I mean, I, that's incredible, but that's also <laughs> a lot of weight in a short amount of time. It was. And so that kind of introduced me to the unhealthy side of the health and fitness industry, yeah. which kind of allowed me to do more research on like... Because um, I was on a high at that point. Yeah. Like I was feeling so good about myself. I had lost 30 pounds in this like really horrible way and thought that it was sustainable. And so... Yeah. So that sort of propelled me to try more things that probably weren't the best for me and then fail at that and then gain some weight back. And there was a whole kind of up and down roller coaster for a few years after that, trying to figure out like how to keep it off. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I was just so afraid of being the person that I used to be that it motivated me to keep going whether or not I had failed. Um, and so I feel like I'm like a serial fad <laughs> diet trier because I've tried it all just to sort of prove to myself whether it works or not yeah. and to know for a fact um, what uh, is the best way to get me to my goal. Since that fateful summer before university, <laughs> how much weight have you been able to lose and keep off? Because looking at you now, you don't look like the same person that you did mm -hmm. when you post those before and after pictures. Yeah. So at the time um, when I started this whole thing to my lowest ever weight, I had lost about just over 60 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So and that was through, again, lots of trial and error, yeah. lots of failing miserably. And um, I want people to know that it is common. Um, everybody fails. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's totally fine. Like you're not the failure because you failed at something. Most often it's the program that yeah. is the problem and not you. And so I think that it's important to know that the only way that you can truly fail is if you just quit trying. Yeah. Um, and that was something that I kind of had to repeat to myself daily um, to keep myself going was to know that I'm not going to fail unless I stop. And so I just didn't stop. And now here you are. Yeah. Do you feel great? Because you look great. Thank you. You know, but do you feel great? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think that um, I looking back, I think that everything kind of happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was truly meant to sort of pave this way uh, because I mean, I feel not only great physically, but I feel so much better mentally mm -hmm. too. I think that it was a, a huge, more more mind um, over matter type, yeah. type of thing. It was more a mental struggle and a mental journey to sort of go through the narrative that I had been telling myself and to work through that sort of inner pain as well. 
and come out on the other side feeling more empowered, stronger, healthier, and happier than I ever was. And so I think that that was probably the most important transformation. Yeah. It was not just the physical, was not that I was eating better foods, um, but it was because I was speaking to myself yeah. in a more positive light. And I was um, motivating myself and encouraging myself when the going got tough. Um, because again, like nobody is going to do it for you. And you kind of have to be your best friend. You can't be your worst enemy. Oh, and it's so much easier to be your biggest enemy oh, than your sure. best friend. Yeah. Like the, the negative self-talk that sometimes goes out of my head is awful. Like I would never speak to anyone that way. Right. Because we it's always, so easy to be mean to yourself. So yeah, it is because we always hold ourselves up to a higher standard. Mm. And I think that that's something that I learned in hindsight was that like everyone else I could let off, off the hook. If somebody did something wrong, I would easily forgive them. But if I did something wrong or if I wasn't looking perfect all the time, then I gave myself a hard time for it. And I think that we're all like that is that we always hold ourselves up to this like fake higher standard yeah. and like we're supposed to be perfect but everybody else can be like 50 50 and it's fine and also being perfect no thank you exactly. like i have no interest in being perfect i think yeah. flaws are a beautiful thing they're what Absolutely. make us human for sure so with all the fat diets you've tried yeah you know how do you look at nutrition now Oh my gosh. Because fad um, diets are obviously not the answer. No. That's not at all what we're saying on this podcast. But sometimes you go through them. I've tried a lot of ridiculous diets and fad diets that made me feel like I was going to pass out. Mm -hmm. Or like you lose water weight and then you gain more. Like, you know what 100%. I mean? Fad diets are definitely not the answer. Yeah. But now when you look at nutrition, you look at food, kind of what's your relationship with it? Um, yeah, it's funny because it all kind of boiled down to a few like simple things through all of the fad diets that I've gone through and then realizing the the key principles of like nutrition in general. I mean, for the most part, I was recording my calories on a journal. So not even like my fitness pal or like an app. It was like in like OG. a written journal. Yeah. When, when journals were a thing and like I was recording the foods that I was eating and making sure that the foods that I was eating were like whole ingredients. And it really is as simple as like making sure that you're eating less calories than you're burning when it comes to fat loss or weight loss and making sure that the foods that you're eating overall are high nutrient and whole foods. Um, and so that makes it sound so simple yeah. in theory it's hard when you're being offered cake and cookies and pasta and pizza no matter what event you go to or what yeah. family member you visit um obviously it's it's a lot harder in that circumstance but knowing that the principles kind of boil down to something as simple as that i think makes like takes the load off a yeah. little bit and makes it seem a little bit easier to manage. I think sometimes people want it to be this complicated mm -hmm. sauce, you know, that there's like <laughs> this little secret sauce to eating healthy, For but sure. it really is, we don't have to complicate it. Mm -hmm. You have to eat clean and give your body good fuel. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you are on a weight loss journey, it's a numbers game. Yeah, it is. You have to expend more than you take in. Mm -hmm. But what you take in also really, really matters. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it was, it was just, um, an eye-opening experience to have tried everything yeah. and then have it all boiled down to like a few <laughs> simple principles at the end. It was kind of like funny, yeah. um, to think about because everybody wants that like quick fix, like yeah. you were saying, like that magic pill. Um, and, uh, over time you kind of realize that it really is as simple as just like getting it down on paper, yeah. knowing that you're keeping track of what you're eating and that what you're tracking is if you're trying to lose weight less than you're 
burning. Yeah. And then if you're trying to gain muscle, which became a goal of mine after I sort of achieved my weight loss goal and realized what's next, like I wanted to do more. Um, and noting, knowing that like personal strength was more important to me or became more important to me than just what I weighed and yeah. what I measured up as. And so in that regard too, like building muscle was a totally different journey for me. And that in itself too was a lot of just like making sure that you're tracking what you're eating, eating a little bit more than your body burns so that you can actually build the yeah. muscle on your body. Oh my gosh. It doesn't it feel good to feel strong. It does. Like it I love, I'm, so a, I'm a sucker for cardio. I love running and I love spinning, but uh, you do get something really special out of like a heavy lift day. Yeah. Just like knowing that you can do that. Your body can do that for you. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's very empowering to, to be able to like work towards like personal strength gains yeah. and to, to just be lifting, lifting weights and feel like you can, you can lift your luggage and your suitcase when you're going to, to have a trip with your family or your friends. And like, you can, you don't have to ask for help when you're opening a jar or like <laughs> just like random things. It's like functional things. Yeah. We work out so we can be more functional humans, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what it is too, is I think that there's a lot of um, things out there that are not functional, but I think that it all boils down to like what's going to help you wake up easier in the morning what's going to help you to like function in your day-to-day right like I don't want to walk up the stairs and feel winded and unhealthy I want to be able to like walk up the stairs and feel great afterwards so so much has happened in the last seven years you know looking ahead at the next seven what are you hoping happens do you have goals like because you are on such a mission to help people right now yeah I'm so curious to hear okay well (laughs) Well, it's a good question. Um, I mean, for me, I am still actually in school. I'm uh, studying to be a registered holistic nutritionist. So yeah, girl, boy, how things have changed. Um, <laughs> I used to actually be in the media and TV industry. Actually, I used to work for a YouTube channel. I was like a, an intern at Rain Dance Canada. Like I used to do all of that stuff and I kind of quit everything and just dove headfirst into the health industry to sort of figure out for myself um, what I was going to accomplish. Yeah. And then it became just kind of a passion project that became my career um and so yeah in the future i'm hoping to get my certification uh to become a registered holistic nutritionist i'm already a personal trainer as well and then i want to sort of build kind of an empire i want to be able to help women kind of ditch the fad diets and to be able to give them like sustainable programming or like actionable um, tools that they can apply to their life to simplify their life too because we're all busy now we're all running around especially in Toronto Um, I think that we all have so many things on the go and I mean with side hustles becoming like a major buzzword now (laughs) I I feel like everyone has a side hustle everybody does people who don't have a side hustle it's just like (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they're living the good life. We're all like spreading ourselves so thin. Yeah. But exactly. like if you're going to do it, fine. But you can still be a healthy individual if you For are sure. going to have your side hustles. And so that's the thing is that like my mission is to help is to help those busy women sort yeah. of figure out where their fitness and their health like fits into their busy lifestyle. So like I am a huge advocate for like meal prepping. Yeah. Uh, meal prepping has been like a lifesaver for me because again, like as I'm trying to build my business, I mean, my life and my schedule is pretty hectic too. And so meal prepping has been able to like allow me to stick to my nutrition goals and stick to like the the health and the body goals that I have (laughs) oh my gosh I just squeezed everywhere okay we're good we're good um yeah and it's been (laughs) 
it's been able to sort of keep me on track. Yeah. And so I actually, at the end of this year developed, or this past year, I developed a meal prep cookbook that was designed to help busy women um, achieve their nutrition goals yeah. throughout their busy, chaotic, hectic lifestyle. And so it basically uh, comes with uh, 10 weeks worth of just foolproof, easy wow. meal preps that you can do in under two hours because we don't have time for that. Um, and yeah, that sort of That's great. stuff. Congratulations. Thank you. Can you. Give us an example of a recipe. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's one that, that kind of takes me back to my roots actually. Um, and it is a uh, turkey meatball, Italian style turkey meatball with um, spaghetti squash because um, it is a lower carb um, meal prep for the people who want to sort of have a lot of high nutrient, lots of veggies in there, um, but still have like a good pasta dish yeah. that kind of makes them feel like it's comfort food. Yeah, spaghetti squash is a great swap for noodles, you guys. Yeah, so spaghetti squash, and then I also do one with zucchini noodles too because you got to have both. Yeah, um, but zucchini noodles, you have to be so careful because they can get very soggy they do and Ooh, so it is nasty oh my god it's so <laughs> gross for sure um and so one of the recommendations i make is that you spiralize the noodles and then you just kind of whip it up on the fly okay um that way you're not doing it in advance and then reheating mm. it which is a no-no yeah <laughs> we've all been there when the noodles have been way too yeah. soft um and so in that case yeah i give you the option of either or and that way you're not eating the same meal every day for the week too you can swap it in with yeah. the spaghetti squash you can do the zucchini noodles um and then you top it off with the the turkey meatballs and some parmesan um all of which are really healthy options and i love that you allow people to have cheese still absolutely i love cheese so much cheese is a really good healthy fat like, yeah absolutely as long as you don't have a dairy intolerance yeah, like an actual <laughs> yeah. maybe don't have cheese if you're gonna shit your pants if, later it yeah. might not be the best fit for you um absolutely though cheese is definitely still a good healthy fat and it's got protein in it too which is vital for yeah. um our like function in general and so i think that being able to incorporate foods that are yeah. still like people crave these foods um and they like them and they genuinely want to eat them every day and it's not just like the same old chicken yeah. broccoli and rice which everybody kind of Ooh. diverts to yeah. when it comes to like like wanting to start like a fitness or a health um routine uh to be able to have foods that you genuinely love yeah. still is super empowering and, and makes the journey worthwhile cool so meal prep so just devote some time to meal prepping yeah. i find what helps when my schedule gets really busy is scheduling in my workouts so yeah. like not just leaving it up to chance like mm -hmm. seeing how i'll feel that day they need to be scheduled in because yeah. then it's so much easier to stay accountable 100 percent. i'm definitely like a type a personality when it comes to that so i have like a whole google calendar that <laughs> i oh i'm not even kidding <laughs> i believe it yeah i do because i think that like that was the one thing that i really learned throughout my journey too was that when i set out that first like summer when I set out to lose the weight and like keep it off I had like this massive calendar that I printed out and like each day I would mark an X and I would have to mark an X every single day and my goal was to work out at least once a day and it could just be 30 minutes it could be five minutes yeah but it had to be something every day for 30 days and so it motivated me to see on the calendar those X marks kind of connecting yeah. over time and I didn't want to leave one blank like, no just, that just wouldn't look right <laughs> yeah it just it sort of kept me going and so the same thing with like planning it into my calendar yeah. it's like having a meeting with myself now I, I take it that seriously because I want to respect myself and my goals that much and you're choosing yourself when you work out or yeah. you meal prep or you do something healthy you're saying I am worth this mm -hmm. decision I'm worth this choice 
Yeah, absolutely. It's you're respecting yourself. Yeah. More. And I think that that kind of was a huge lesson in hindsight to me was that I kind of needed to, to gain that respect for myself instead of just playing the victim, instead of just saying that I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm yeah. not worthy enough to be able to say I am, I am, I am. And, and that was kind of the, the change in mindset that I had to make in order to sort of see everything kind of flow from there. And, and it, it worked. I mean, what would you say to your younger self before she decided to go on this journey? Like, what would you say to her? Cause obviously you had that moment with that photo in Italy, but like, had you not had that moment, that catalyst moment? Yeah. That is a really good question. I mean, there's so much that I could have said to to my younger self and like for one to to yeah, to to know that it's okay first of all because I think that I was really really kind of closed off to the world and and didn't allow myself to to Im- be empowered by my own worth and I kind of had to like search for that validity in others. So to let myself know that like I'm all I need was one of the biggest things that I could have told myself um, was that you are all you need. You have everything in yourself to reach that goal, to achieve that big dream, to, to do whatever you set your mind to. And there's nobody on earth that could tell you otherwise. There's nobody on earth that can stop you. You are all you need. You are all you need, people. You heard it here. I mean, your story is amazing. Thank you. I like, I love that you're back in school. Yeah. So I think that's really inspiring too. Like you can go to school for one thing, work in the field, and then life throws you, you know, this beautiful little pivot and you can, it's okay to go back to school. It's yeah. okay to change your career. I think it's, we live in a really interesting time where you can have multiple careers if you want. Oh, absolutely. But I think as long as you're doing something you feel really passionate about and that speaks to your soul, mm-hmm. I think that's a, a worthwhile investment of your time. Absolutely. I, yeah, I definitely feel like you, if you feel stuck in a certain period of your life or a career or anything, to be honest, it is okay to pivot. And it's, it's more likely that you will thrive in what you love to do than something that you don't. And so I think that it was really important to me to just take that leap of faith because I knew deep down that I would be able to serve in a, at a higher level, doing something that I genuinely love to do versus doing something that I thought might be a good fit or that might make me money or might make me happy but didn't actually resonate this resonates though yeah it absolutely personal trainer you're going to be a registered holistic nutritionist soon yeah yeah and those are amazing thank you (laughs) thank you and like i love to to share the journey every step of the way too so like i i love to create resources and to to sort of share things that have worked for me yeah. in my journey too so things like weekly grocery lists or things like my meal prep cookbook things that like have helped me because I know that like I'm not the only one mm-hmm. in the trenches and I'm not the only one who has struggled with their weight or battled with jumping from fad diet to fad diet and so why not help other, yeah. another woman out there 
achieve the, the the goals that she wants to to achieve and to to know that she's not alone and to know that hey there is an easier option and it doesn't look so bland and boring and like regi- regimented yeah. and and rigid like you can actually still enjoy the foods that you love life so can I'm, still be fun guys she'll yeah. let you have parmesan absolutely <laughs> um so where can we find out more where can we find all this 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 goodness yeah, absolutely. So I, um, you can, I kind of hang out on Instagram the most. Uh, so you can follow me on at Larissa Nicole Fitness. And on my Instagram, I tend to have um, links that I share that will lead you to free resources like my weekly grocery list. I have a macro bowl guide. So it'll teach you how to build the perfect macro bowl, which mm. is like my favorite thing in the world. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll get lots of fun resources and free tips and um, just kind of be able to like laugh and love yourself along the way i mean uh, sign me up i'll be there i'm going to be sliding into your dms and before i let you go uh i'm excited to hear this what does healthiest hot mean to you oh i have been preparing for this one (laughs) because you know what honestly healthiest hot to me is is bigger than than yourself like it is just trying to be the most authentic version of you possible through loving all facets of health and so whether that's your physical health your mental health all of it like your fitness your nutrition it's being in alignment with all of that and not and not um not sort of i don't know just just loving all sides of you i love it you are a true healthiest hot woman (laughs) she's been writing for us forever check out her articles check out her website thank you for having me check out her cookbook larissa thank you so much and congrats on your journey i mean wow It's been a journey, but it's been a a really fun ride, to be honest. Bring on 2020. I mean, this is the beginning of a brand new decade. Let's do it. I think it's going to be a good one. I hope so. Here it goes. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. A huge thank you to Kelly. Love this delicious spot in downtown Toronto. Um, for feeding us and giving us an amazing space to record this today. So if you enjoy this conversation, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.